Hey guys, welcome back to Black Canvas. On today's episode, we're going to talk about coping with impulsivity. How many of you guys struggle with impulse control problems? For many of us, this can be one of the hardest things to reflect on or to even consider learning how to control the desire for immediate gratification. And a lot of times when we think of people who struggle with the problem with impulsivity is that they may often speak out or act without thinking, or they may end up facing consequences due to their actions. So I want us to go back and think of when was the last time I was impulsive and think of what are some ways maybe I could have prevented some of those impulsive thoughts or behaviors. One thing I like to do to help me with impulsivity is to practice my own timeouts. So I do believe in, as I've mentioned in a previous podcast, putting people, places, or things on do not disturb mode and being able to practice waiting before speaking or acting. So counting, I I used to do the counting to five and then to 10 and then to 15 and then 20. So doing them in five count intervals um, that helped me to practice learning how to wait and not just immediately reacting. And for some people, it can be journaling or writing down what you're feeling it can be a way of practicing timeouts. Another key coping skill is to sleep on your thoughts. I know a lot of times you hear people say, don't go to bed angry or frustrated. And that can be definitely a negative moving forward if you are frustrated about something at night. But sleeping on it means that I'm being able to be more level-headed when I wake up in the morning because I can think about that decision, but I also can be aware of recognizing how my emotions and reactions affect others. So when I make a decision based on my emotions, that can not only affect me, but it affects the people who love me and who want to be able to communicate with me. So I think that when we talk about sleeping on it, it means that I know that I have a decision I need to make, but I don't want to make it in maybe the fit of anger or frustration, but that if I can actually delay that gratification, then I can resist that temptation to just get an immediate reward or response. And I can actually learn how to say no to those ways of thinking, which can become an art, the art of saying no to things and simply just being able to process how I feel will help me to recognize the reactions I have. Um, Another key component of coping with managing impulsivity is knowing what are the triggers that can provoke me. So when I'm prepared and ready to control those impulses that can be created in my own head, then that means that I need to be able to avoid some of those situations that can cause me to react which means I have to be aware of what my mind and body is doing. And many of us who've learned about emotional regulation or being able to manage your emotions instead of allowing your emotions to manage you, you're able to reflect and relax and be able to find that comfort within yourself. Um, For some, spirituality can be a a great um, advantage to managing your impulses. Because when you can believe in something greater than yourself to assist you in those moments when you want to just do the next thing that is in your mind, um, that higher power belief system can help you to be able to recenter yourself and to realize that that problem doesn't have to become a major issue. But it can be something that I can learn to avoid. I can learn to discuss and reflect and to have 
um, the ability to find forethought or to be able to also ask others or like a friend who might be able to give me a suggestion or something they've used to help to decrease some of their impulses. Um, impulsivity doesn't necessarily have to just relate to addiction because that's one thing that you hear a lot of people immediately go to, well, if someone's being impulsive, they, they, they must be struggling with an addiction. Well, that's not necessarily the case. Um, sometimes we can grow up and used to having things done the way we want, and that can create that level of expectancy, um, but also it can have people to lose track of how important it is to practice being patient. And also being aware that being persistent about things doesn't necessarily mean having to have the response or the certain thing done in that moment. But persistency goes back to sometimes practicing that patience and and just being calm, because if I'm able to know that those responses that I'm expecting to get might lead to potential consequences, then that will help me to avoid it if I'm willing to make a change. Um, I believe that anyone has the opportunity um, to be able to listen and learn if they choose to be open to hearing it, but everyone has to get to that place of knowing that this is where I am as relates to um, expectancy and wanting things done when I want it, and then there may be a part of me that doesn't know that this is what I need to work on, and that's where being able to have that friend or have someone who can give me advice or suggestion that will help me to work on being able to delay gratification and being able to listen and cope with it in a different way. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast today on coping with impulsivity. And if you have struggled with impulsive decisions or thoughts, or maybe have faced consequences associated with your impulsivity, I want you guys to email me and let me know what are some of the things you guys have done um, in the past that's led to consequences, or if you've done some positive things that's led to positive outcomes, let me know those as well. That way I can share it with our members of, of our team here at Black Canvas, and we can actually be able to come up with some better strategies and be able to pass forward the knowledge we have to stay not only centered, but to be able to think and react in positive ways. And let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. I'm not afraid.